For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Welcome to Press This, the WordPress community podcast featuring exclusive content and interviews with leaders in the WordPress community, covering everything from development to integrating your digital marketing strategy with WordPress. Join host David Vogelpohl of WP Engine and special guests from across the community as they keep you up to speed on the latest advancements in WordPress. Let's get started. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Press This, the WordPress community podcast on WMR. This is your host, David Vogelpohl. I support the WordPress community through my role at WP Engine, and I love to bring the best of the community to you here every week on Press This. As a reminder, you can find me on Twitter at WPDavidV, or you can subscribe to Press This on iTunes, iHeartRadio, Spotify, or download the latest episodes at WMR.FM. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about growing your technology business by leaning into diversity. And joining us in that conversation is the infamous Allie Nimmons. Allie, welcome to Press This. <laughs> Hi, David. It's so nice to be here. So glad to have you. Have you? I had to call you infamous because so many people know about you, Ali, and all the great work you do in the community. So uh, your, rep your reputation precedes you. Uh, for the listeners, though, in this episode, what we're going to uh, talk to Ali about, um, Ali's with WP Buffs, if you're familiar with that company, great WordPress maintenance, and you guys do a lot more than that, actually, uh, but about her thoughts on achieving diversity within your technology teams, and specifically um, how you can leverage that to make better technology decisions um, and grow that team by embracing more points of view. So really excited to have this conversation here. Allie, while we kick off, I'm going to ask you the same question they asked you on WordPress.org when you created your WordPress username back in the day. Uh, briefly tell me your WordPress origin story. Sure thing. So, briefly, huh? Okay. Um, it's a long story. <laughs> Not, um, it, it can be. It depends on how I, how I decide to edit it. Um, basically, I, I spent two years of my life majoring in theater because I wanted to be an actor and a director. Uh, and I realized that I was never going to make a living off of doing that. And I didn't want it as much as a lot of other people did. So I thought to myself, what can I do um, as a, you know, 21 year old person? What can I do with the rest of my life 
that will enrich me creatively and enable me to work with other people, but will also allow me to make money and, and have a, a livable wage. Um, and building websites, I mean, it's, it's still one of the things that, um, you know, young people look to right now as, you know, oh, if I could learn how to code, that would open, you know, all of these doors for me. Um, so I tried to start learning how to code. I hated coding. And I discovered WordPress because it allowed me to do all those things. It allowed me to build websites. It allowed me to work with people. It allowed me to build solutions for other people. But I didn't have to touch code if I didn't feel like it, if I didn't want to. Um, so I discovered WordPress um, through my desire to find an industry and find a profession um, that I could really sink my teeth into in a creative and collaborative way. And WordPress was just the perfect option for me. I like that. I like that. You know, I've heard asked this question of all the guests. Uh, there's a lot of themes. Like I started a blog, started mm -hmm. using it that way. Uh, customers in my freelance business started asking about it, or I was had to choose a CMS. And we often hear these kind of life change stories around WordPress, like it helped enable me to build this whole new career. It's really interesting to hear your perspective on like literally seeking that out. Um, so wondering next, I guess, if you could briefly tell us a little bit about WP Buffs, the company you, you're with. Yeah, absolutely. Um, WP Buffs is a 24-7 WordPress website management and support services company. Uh, we are a completely remote uh, distributed team. We work one-on-one -on -one with our clients all from, you know, freelancers all the way up to agency owners to help them keep their sites updated on the front and the back end. So we do, you know, typical back end updates, but we also do content updates and troubleshooting and things like that. Um, we work a lot with white label partners. That's a huge part of our business model right now um, so that they can build recurring revenue through those support services with us while being able to focus on the things that they like to do, whether that's design or marketing or PR, you know, whatever the case may be. So yeah, that's us. Awesome. Yeah. I think we had Joe Howard as a guest last year uh, here on Press This. So glad to have you here to talk about leaning into diversity. So speaking of that topic, when I kind of intro this, the, the episode, I talked a little bit about how this is something that you do within the community today. It's not just specific to your activities with buffs. Um, a little bit about your efforts to improve diversity within the WordPress community as a whole. Absolutely. Uh, so I, I used WordPress for quite a while before I really tapped into the community of WordPress, right? Like the people that make up um, the businesses in the WordPress ecosystem uh, and the events in the WordPress ecosystem. And once I became part of that community, which really only happened about a year and a half ago, I really saw, I just say an opportunity, but I saw an opportunity. I saw a lack of diversity in this community, but I saw people who were open-minded and who were willing to be better and to learn, um, who were, you know, unsure and uneducated about how to make an environment like this more diverse, who were maybe afraid to ask questions um, and felt awkward trying to breach these kinds of conversations because it, it can be very awkward, especially right now in a year like this when you know, these kind of, you know, things like racial tensions are at an all-time high. Um, it, it's difficult. It's really difficult for, for everyone to breach these sort of conversations. Um, and so I saw that opportunity and I started talking. 
<laughs> I just started talking to people and I, I encouraged people to have these conversations with me. And I encouraged them to say, listen, you know, you can DM me, you can come up to me at a WordCamp and ask me questions. And as long as you do so in a way that's respectful, um, I will create a safe space between you and me that we can talk about these things. Um, and that led to all these other opportunities for me, like um, speaking at WordCamp US last year, I was on a, um, a, a team where we did a workshop uh, about building more diverse and inclusive spaces, not just within WordPress, but everywhere. Um, I've written things and I've spoken in formats just like this about the need for this and um, you know, methods for increasing diversity. Even people don't ask me, I, I always kind of manage to kind of accidentally steer the conversation this way because it means a lot to me. Uh, and I, I do my best in these spaces that I occupy to advocate for all sorts of accessibility, not just the groups that apply to me. So I identify as a black female who is queer. And while those are kind of large underrepresented groups, when you think about diversity, there are lots of other ones, um, like people who belong to um, communities of disabled individuals or people who are older or people who are younger. Um, and I want all of these types of people to not have to think of themselves as underrepresented or think of themselves as niche interest groups, but can feel 100% like they belong to this community. So the majority of the work that I do in WordPress right now is just talking, is <laughs> just running my mouth and trying to it. encourage people, yeah, to, to have these conversations and that it's okay. There, there are dumb questions, there are stupid questions, but those are questions that are asked um, out of selfishness or out of anger. And the questions that are asked out of ignorance or curiosity and the desire to do better, those are wonderful questions and they can be difficult to ask, but if you have somebody who's listen, who's willing to listen to those questions, I think that can make a huge difference. So I want to encourage people to ask those questions and I want to encourage other people who are in similar positions to my own to be willing to help answer those questions if they are so inclined. Ignorance is a sin you only have to commit once, right? Yeah, exactly. I like it. I like it. So you're you're quite involved um, on the community level, and um, I've certainly seen you around. I know folks like Jill Bind uh, Binder talk highly of you and others. We had Jill on a, a month or so ago. Um, so it's really it's really good to hear about those efforts um, by you and others, of course, within the community itself. So I want to kind of change gears now and talk about it from, uh, say, a company's perspective, seeking to increase diversity within their technical team or to make better technology decisions by having a more informed point of view in those decisions. We're going to get to that in a second. But we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. Time to plug into a commercial break. Stay tuned for more Press This in just a moment. Ready to do a podcast for your business? Make that podcast elevate to enterprise level. Let WebmasterRadio.fm expedite and execute your podcast to build your brand and broaden your customer base. WebmasterRadio.fm has worked with the world's biggest tech brands, Google, Yahoo, and Bing, and have worked with fast-growing brands like ShipStation and GoDaddy. Now it's your turn. Contact brasco at wmr.fm and rush your enterprise-level podcast into production at a very reasonable rate. Email brasco at wmr.fm. 
Are you looking for the best in WordPress speed, security, and scalability? WP Engine is a digital experience platform for WordPress, powering digital experiences for large brands around the world. With easy-to-use site management tools and powerful do-it-your-way development features, WP Engine gives you the flexibility to build it your way. Improve your SEO and conversion rates with a faster site on WP Engine. Learn more on WPEngine.com. Let's press forward with more Press This, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Press This, the WordPress community podcast on WMR. This is your host, David Vogelpohl. I'm interviewing Ali Nimmons of WP Buffs about leaning into diversity in order to grow your technology business. Uh, Ali, right before the break, you were talking a little bit about your community work. Really uh, love hearing about that. When I shift gears now, um, many orgs seem to be willing to increase diversity. You kind of mentioned this with the community. It was like there were people there willing and open to addressing some of these issues, um, but some organizations have a hard time achieving that. Um, what do you think most often holds brands back from achieving their diversity goals? That is such a good question. Um, you know, the we all want to think that we can do better and that we can make a difference and, you know, all of these things, but it's, it's doing the work really. You know, you hear people say all the time, Oh, I'm willing to lose weight or I'm willing to save money for a vacation or a new house. But are you doing that? Like what are, what habits are you building every day to push yourself toward that goal? Like willingness is very easy to have Um, action especially when it is uncomfortable um, or even a little bit risky is a lot harder. Um, I think that a lot of companies fail to make diversity a priority. They fail to be mindful in the things that they do. So I believe that diversity is not a, a checklist item, right, for you to achieve it is something that has to be woven into all of the decisions that you make at every level of, of the company that you're at uh, with every decision-making process that you have. How does diversity play into that? How are you supporting human beings, right? Because human beings are, are diverse. Um, it's, it's a lot of it is about kind of identifying where you can spend the time and the money and the energy to like I said, set up and then fulfill those habits toward whatever your diversity goal might be, whether that's, um, you know, a more diverse client pool or more diverse hires or, you know, whatever that might look like. Um, For example, I interviewed a while ago at a company that I won't name um, that had zero people of color in leadership. Um, And this, this is a company of over 100 people. And when I asked about that in my interview, I was told that, oh, yeah, you know, increasing diversity is on our radar, but it's it's not a priority right now for us to develop a team and address that at that at this time. You know, we have a lot of other things going on that are more urgent, um, but we would be really happy for, for you to do that kind of work. You know, if, if you came to work here, that would be something we would love for you to. And I immediately like that was in my mind, the end of the interview because they told me essentially that I was not a priority, but they would still be willing to benefit off of my skin tone and my gender and my efforts. 
So and so, I felt no ahead. support. I felt absolutely no support in that situation. Um, and yeah, it was, it was really frustrating and disheartening um, to experience something like that, to hear something like that, but it's extremely common. So it sounds like if I had to summarize all that, it would be the notion of brands that have intent but not action. Uh, wanting it or supporting it is different than acting on it. So um, that's really uh, a salient point. So as I think uh, to kind of further this a little bit, so um, as we think about the things that hold brands back, kind of intent but not action. So if they act and if they achieve diversity within their technology teams, what are some of the business or quality benefits to having a diverse technology team? Like what, what does that add to your org that maybe you might not have if you have kind of more monoculture within your team? That's such, that's a difficult question for me to answer a little bit. I, I see it as unlimited. Um, it, there are tons of studies, you know, out there about how diverse businesses perform better and, you know, all these other sorts of things. I, I see it as an inherent in, injection of, goodness into your company. I know that's that's not a very uh, technical term, um, but it's the right thing to do, right? And and when you do the right thing, I think in any situation, this is what we learned in kindergarten, right? You you do the right thing. And the, the rewards of that can be unlimited, but they're also doing the right thing is, is its own reward. So, I mean, I think of this as a systemic problem across all industries or not. I think of it as it is a systemic problem across all industries. We have, you know, men making decisions about women's makeup and undergarments that they'll never have to use or wear. But that's how it is. We have able-bodied people designing buildings that disabled people have to use. Um, I mean, there's, there's a story that I love about Sally Ride, who was one of the very first women in space, she was going up into space for a week and NASA gave her a hundred tampons and asked, is that going to be enough, <laughs> right? So having diverse individuals, it avoids embarrassment in situations like that. Yeah. It, it, involve, it uh, avoids time wasting. Um, I mean, with tech specifically, which is what you asked about, a lot of tech is problem solving, right? Like I, I, I like I said, I'm not a coder, but I've worked very closely with people with developers and I've worked very closely with people who code and who work on the technical aspect of, you know, whatever that company is all about. And what is tech but solving problems? You know, what's the problem that we have? How can we build something that will solve it? How can I write this code in such a way that I can solve this problem with the least amount of code possible, right? And having so, perspectives of, you know, diverse people in your technology teams, I'm guessing this is kind of surfacing, you know, as you precisely. mentioned, like with the architect, if there's, mm -hmm. you know, no disabled people involved with that, then you don't have a very clear perspective on how to address the needs of those users of that system. Mm -hmm. it sounds like that perspective is helpful to have a diverse team. I also like to think about it of the idea toolkit, the notion mm -hmm. that, you know, most ideas are not actually unique, but rather a collection of your experiences expressed mm -hmm. in solving a problem. And exactly. for me, having, you know, a, a larger uh, kit of things to connect ideas with ultimately leads to better outcomes. I um, just couldn't agree with you more. So let me ask you this question. Uh, so what 
should brands do to attract and keep a diverse set of people on their technology teams? I know recruiting is like the number one problem in tech, and obviously that extends also to hiring diverse teams, but what can brands do to attract and keep that diverse set of people on their tech teams? That's a great question. And we, we, I feel like we just kind of answered it or we just talked about it. It, it. I believe it's hiring diverse people at the top of your company. So not just trying to fill as many positions with diverse people as possible, but hiring them at the top, um, pushing them to the top, providing them support, um, not just pawning diversity work onto them. Um, the idea that, you know, when I work somewhere, I want who I work for and who I want, who I work with to value what makes us the same and what makes us similar. Like you and I, we, we have WordPress in common, right? That's, that's our common unifier. But I also want to work with and partner with people who see what makes me unique, see what makes me different from them and value that as well, because that means they value me as a whole and complete person, right? If you're valuing both of these sides of me, that makes up who I am, you know, by saying, oh, we don't see color or something like that. You're stripping someone of part of their identity. Or if you're saying, oh, I don't see your disability, you're stripping part of who they are. See the color, see the gender, see the disability, see the age or lack thereof, and see that as a value add of, like you said, what perspective can they bring to the team having a different experience in life than you do. Um, it's it's like really your... easy to, to sorry, oh, <laughs> it's really easy to accept what you have in common, right? We do that with WordPress all the time. Um, but when you hire for differences and maintain that attitude, not just in the hiring, but in the, um, in the, the life, the, the, what am I trying to say? In the lifelong uh, relationship that you have with that person, you begin to attract more people like that. I like that. I particularly like your point on the leadership uh, mention. You know, I had a conversation, I don't know if you saw it, with the Genesis Livecast thing with Mike Little and Anita Carter and Sandy Jackson. And they spent a lot of time talking about, you know, when you show up at an event, when you follow thought leadership and you don't see faces that, you know, remind you of yourself, you think maybe I don't belong there. Yeah. And I think this is an aspect to engaging with WordPress in general, but of course also within businesses and within technology teams that, you know, if you don't see someone there that you can relate mm -hmm. to, um, that can seem ex like it's excluding you, even though the company itself mm -hmm. might want to, you know, hire more diverse teams and, and bring different types of people into different leadership roles, but by not seeing it, it appears there's no path, even if the will is there to provide that path. Great stuff. Uh, I have more questions, uh, but we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. Time to plug into a commercial break. Stay tuned for more Press This in just a moment. Here's the truth you need to know about podcasting. The biggest problem you face right now as a future podcaster is the myth that it takes an enormous amount of time or effort to produce a high-quality professional podcast. Luckily for you, there's a solution to your problem. If you're an online marketer who really needs to grow an audience of buyers but can't do all the heavy lifting alone, then here's the solution you're looking for. Introducing the DFY Podcasting System. Here's what you get. 30 minutes of one-on-one -on -one training a weekly podcast for you or your company, distribution to almost every podcast portal, an embeddable player for your website, an ebook called How to Podcast, created for WMR.FM show hosts, and much, much more. And best of all, 
you'll start seeing results with the DFY podcast system within a couple of weeks. You're just one podcast away from growing brand awareness and engagement in your business. Log on to podcast.wmr.fm and sign up for a deeply discounted rate today. That's podcast.wmr.fm. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. Top SEOs send you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. Let's press forward with more Press This, only on webmasterradio.fm. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Press This, the WordPress community podcast on WMR. I'm your host, David Vogelpohl. I'm interviewing Ali Nimmons about growing your technology business by leaning into diversity. Ali, right before the break, we were talking a little bit about the, how, do, how do brands attract and keep people you kind of really focused in on the have you know, diverse people represented in your leadership groups to help provide that visibility and path for others. Um, the next question is how can technology teams take stock of what they build to make sure their technology is helpful for all? So you talked earlier about the kind of able-bodied architects designing for people that might have a physical disability, uh, but how can, when you build your tech, uh, how can you achieve technology that's helpful for all? That's fantastic. We, I think we kind of touched on that as well. Hire, right? Have those people on your teams. Um, you know, if you hire an architect that has a disability, everything they design, everything they build is going to have that in mind. And so you've already solved that problem. Um, you know, it's, it's obviously extremely important to have you know, diverse um, personas and survey participants and, you know, things like that after the fact of like, okay, we want to crowdsource or, you know, some testing with whatever it is that we built and we want to have a diverse group of people for that. But in my opinion, that's, that's kind of a waste of time, right? Because then you have to go back once you have all of those perspectives and ideas and, and potentially have to start from scratch. So, if you can bring those people in at the very beginning and, and do what you can, depending on the size of your company to support, you know, organizations and um, different causes that support those kind of individuals as they get a leg up into tech, that's just going to make the entire ecosystem better. And it's going to allow us to bring those sorts of people onto our teams from the very beginning. Um, So, yeah. That's, keeping I think it that's holistic, kind of from yeah. creation. You mentioned like having target personas that you design or create software around, survey participants, but but thinking about it from like the beginning in terms of creation all the way through the testing and having those points of view there, um, which sounded like also you kind of focused in a little bit on there on how you can waste time by not doing that, by having to go back mm-hmm. to the drawing board if it's not whole cycle. Um, my last question, and uh, um, 
quick answer on this one. You've given a lot of great content so far. <laughs> sure. A little shy on time, but only using one type of person in stock photography, et cetera, is a way that we will sometimes perpetuate exclusion in technology. It's like the go-to example. Um, mm -hmm. Maybe you could share some other examples, like how are ways the technology uh, might box out people from particular um, underrepresented groups? Sure. There are four that come to mind, mm -hmm. so I'll go through them very quickly. Um, terminology, making sure that your any terminology you use in your team or on your website is not gendered, um, racist, ableist, ageist, um, avoiding, if you're going to host an event of some kind, it should not be a, you know, VIP exclusive retreat where all the big networking happens, but they're invite only. So you only have the same sorts of people there. Um, I'm very cognizant of conference slag that a lot of conference swag is big boxy t-shirts and sweatshirts that uh, don't particularly, uh, that are kind of built for certain body types and not others. And something that somebody pointed out to me very recently, all the cool AI in movies like Hal and Kit are men, but real AI, the ones that we use on a daily basis are women, Siri, Alexa, and so forth. Um, and that in and of itself is a very gendered concept that our uh, technological servants that we build are all women. But the ones that get to go to space and do cool adventures are all men. So Interesting. Very, I, uh, <laughs> I guess I had noticed that trend before, but actually now that you mention it, I do. I do have one last question though. Uh, Ali, if people only remembered one thing from the interview today, what would that be? I would say walk the walk and talk the talk. If you, if you have the intent, but you're not doing what needs to be done on a regular basis to achieve that intent, then it's, you're not really helping. <laughs> you're not really um, pushing anything forward. So uh, action in addition to intent is incredibly important. I love that advice. So all my hopes and prayers, Facebook posts are not actually working completely. I need not to actually really. act. Okay. Okay. Cause I'm liking them all and I'm hoping the world will change. I'm just kidding. I act, but uh, I think that's great advice. Um, intent without action doesn't lead to results. So that was mm -hmm. incredible. Well, Ali, this has been super helpful. Thank you so much for joining us today. You're so welcome. Thank you for the invitation. Absolutely. If you'd like to see more about what Allie's up to, you can visit WPBuffs.com to see her professional work. And of course, you can check her, I'm sure, in WordPress.org, Slack, and all other places around the WordPress community. Um, thanks, everyone, for listening to Press This today, the WordPress community podcast on WMR. Again, this has been your host, David Vogelpohl. I support the WordPress community through my role at WP Engine. And I love to bring the community to you here every week on Press This. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer.
If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. You just take your shot. It doesn't feel like you're on a diet. What I wasn't expecting it to do was to shut off the food noise. This was life-altering, and if I can do it, I feel like anybody can do it. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.